I would be really interested in knowing what other colleges have to say. And I think that as we think about our role as conveners in the region through the LARC, I think that it's appropriate that we have that conversation in that space as well to kind of get that assessment of the landscape for other colleges. Like, what are they doing? What CRMs are they using? Are there recommendations? What are best practices? And then developing a bigger model that is reflective of the input of all the different colleges, then we can push it, then we can replicate it, then we can train for it, then we can, you know, create trainings around that. The workforce landscape is rapidly changing, and educators and their institutions need to keep up. Preparing students before they enter the workforce to make our communities and businesses stronger is at the core of getting an education. But we need to understand how to change and adjust so that we can begin to project where things are headed before we even get there. So how do we begin to predict the future? Hi, I'm Salvatrice Kumo, Vice President of Economic and Workforce Development at Pasadena City College and host of this podcast. And I'm Christina Barsi, producer and co-host of this podcast. And we are starting the conversation about the future of work. We'll explore topics like how education can partner with industry, how to be more equitable, and how to attain one of our highest goals, more internships and PCC students in the workforce. We at Pasadena City College want to lead the charge in closing the gap between what our students are learning and what the demands of the workforce will be once they enter. This is a conversation that impacts all of us. You, the employers, the policymakers, the educational institutions, and the community as a whole. We believe change happens when we work together. And it all starts with having a conversation. I'm Christina Barsi. And I'm Salvatrice Kumo. And this is The Future of Work. Welcome back. This is Salvatrice, your host. I'm joined today by my friend and colleague in our division, Ms. Leslie Thompson, who is our Director of Operations. Leslie, welcome to the show again. Thank you. Good to be here. How are you? Very good. Very good. This is our now episode two of our solos, and I'm really kind of digging the direction that we're going here and having these candid conversations, you and I, that really share with our listeners what goes on in our brains and some of the things that we're exposed to and dealing with and how we kind of come up with some solutions to the madness. So I'm really liking it. I hope you're excited about it. I'm excited about today's topic. I think so. Today's topic is good. I think we did apprenticeships last time, and this time we're doing employer engagement, and that's a broad subject. We could talk about that for hours, but we don't have hours, so <laughs> we certainly don't. Maybe we should uh, focus on the, the topic. Yeah. Again. So where do we start? Like, what do we start with such a large topic of employer engagement that has so many moving parts? The first thing I always do is like, what is employer engagement? And I think there's two things that come to mind when you think of that name. Either people think about how as an employer you engage your employees through various tactics and practices. Like that's the first thing that kind of comes to mind when the average person I think probably thinks about employer engagement. But in our world, it refers to something else, right? It refers to the process of building and maintaining relationships with various stakeholders. And so it involves employers, it involves institutes of higher education, it involves agencies and things like that. Maybe we start with that kind of understanding of what we talk about, what we mean by employer engagement when we talk about employer engagement. Great. When we talk about the employer engagement for me, you know, I hear you say that. And then I immediately think, my goodness, it's so fragmented. Like the way in which we do that varies so much between, I mean, even if we took a look at the landscape, the community college landscape, 
it's very different from one college to the next for a number of different reasons, right? And so it only makes sense that our employer is like, whoa, like, how do I do this? How do I do this in the most impactful way? And also, what could I possibly leverage from a community college? Like, let's start there. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we've worked on a model, right? Like, we've been tinkering with a local employer engagement model for a long time. And maybe it merits kind of talking through that and why it's worked for us and why our model can then be shared across multiple community colleges for the sole purpose of keeping things consistent and having the continuity of communications between Mm -hmm. a community Mm -hmm. college and an employer. I think that that's a good strategy. I think that the employer engagement strategies in general involve different components and why it seems fragmented or why it may be fragmented is because there's so many different nuanced pieces to it and it's happening at different colleges and it involves people first and foremost. And because it involves people, then you're going to have personal approaches. It's about building and maintaining relationships. There are certain soft skills involved in that, right? That require, you know, a certain kind of honing. You're going to have as many different approaches to that work as you are going to have people doing it. And if you have 19 community colleges, we'll just talk about our region alone. If you have 19 community colleges, you have maybe at minimum 19 points of contact for that work, but probably more at each campus. There's different areas. I know for us, for example, we have different points of contact for employer engagement. You and I do employer engagement. Our job developers do employer engagement. Our Freeman Center people do employer engagement to an extent when they're putting on career fairs. Even some faculty do employer engagement when they're trying to have industry relationships. So there's a lot of different people that connect with employers. So I think it's important to, yes, identify a model, but also kind of really dig down into the different pieces and what it all means There's marketing involved. There's soft skills that you need to train for. And then there's best practices and like how you go about it and when to know when you're going too far or when you're not doing enough or a realistic expectation of how long it takes to build a relationship with an employer. Are we talking about that too, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of things. So when you say it's fragmented, I'm like, yeah, but kind of necessarily so because it's different people doing it and different people have different approaches. So I guess the question is, can we create Can it be replicated? Can we create one model to go by? Or can that work? I think that's an interesting concept. And just thinking about other additional variables on the structure of that college or like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you mean you hit the nail right on the head. We're in the people business, right? Like employer engagement is all about people and relationship building. It relies so heavily on the college's ability to have someone with that skill set to build those relationships, the soft skills that you were talking about. So it makes me kind of wonder, going back to your last comment, can our model be replicated? But I would even push it a step further. Can our model not only be replicated, but customized based on the talent assets and other assets that that college has? That's an interesting point. And something you said earlier, you said the value of community college students to employers, like that's a marketing piece, right? Like selling the pipeline. We talk Mm -hmm. about that, selling the pipeline. That's a marketing piece. But there also has to be value to the colleges. So the people that do this work know that you need to have employer involvement. And they're doing employer engagement. Maybe they're not even calling it employer engagement. (laughs) Are there dedicated employer engagement teams on these campuses? Maybe not. So if the colleges aren't seeing the value in the work or defining, identifying, and devoting resources to the work, then the model, it doesn't matter how good Hmm. the model is. If no one's there to buy it, right? 
or no one's there to, to buy into it rather. So we want to sell the value to employers, but we also need to sell the value of employer engagement as a product mm-hmm. to the colleges and their staff because people are doing it. Right. They're doing it. But I go back to this idea that, you know, we might be suggesting it's fragmented. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying maybe necessarily so because of the way it is. Right. So it's, I feel like you just said, like, we need to even go back even further and fundamentally kind of develop the value proposition, right, of why this is so important to us as a system. And then as a system, most importantly, to a local community college. We forget. Yeah, so certain areas of the college have defined efforts, right? So you have like transfer and outreach. They know what they're doing and they know why they're doing it. And they are people that work in those departments and they do that work and there's for a reason. Think about like your advancements or your foundations or your you know, those areas, they're reaching out with the explicit purpose of raising money, you know, and creating those funds or whatever. So they know why they're reaching out. They know what they're doing. They have plans and they do it. I'm guessing it's the same thing, right? For other areas doing employer engagement in different ways. But is there a dedicated place for that? Now, I think that you and I would argue that that place should live within economic and workforce right. development or functional equivalent programs at other colleges. For here, it's EWD for us. And so we would want that to live under EWD. We'd probably seat it in the Freeman Center for Career and Outreach, right? Right. That would make sense in our mind, I guess, for the structure. But other colleges may not have that. First of all, other colleges don't have their career services under economic and workforce development. A lot of them are under student services, right? So, again, I go back to this idea of replicating a model. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to know what exists first and if there's a place for that model to live. And if not, then I think we start there. You know what? This kind of makes me think about what if we were to do a case study – right? Using our work as a study point. And so that we can address all these things so that other colleges, instead of saying, well, look, this model works for us. So therefore by default, it should work for you because we all have access to the same funding, yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. I'm interested in what other people are doing too. Yeah. How are other people doing it? What can we learn? That's right. We don't know what we don't know. We say that all the time. They may be doing great stuff. How do we get to know what, first of all, how do we share it? But then even more importantly, how do we get to know what other people are doing or what our colleagues across other colleges are doing that's really working for them? Mm -hmm. I mean, we like our model. Do we have iterations of our model? Of course. And we've been iterating for our model for some time because to your point earlier, people change, talent changes, the landscape of our economy changes, et cetera, et cetera. But there's got to be others doing the same work. So if we were to maybe develop like a study, right, of some sort, I don't even know what it would be called a study of some sort and, and how it's not only working for us, but the challenges that we've had to face that might open up dialogue or other colleges to say, you know what, I face those same things too. And I appreciate that approach or here's what I've done. Here's what I've done to kind of work through that barrier. I don't know. I do like the idea of, I don't want to say surveying, but like just kind of assessing the landscape, not just here, but at all community colleges, all 19, you know, At the regional level, I think there's value in that. We've talked before about centralizing information and LARC being the hub for employer engagement and things like this. So we've had those conversations, right? I would be interested in knowing what the existing landscape looks like Mm -hmm. so that we know what we're speaking to, particularly as it relates to PCC's model and how we want to kind of build something that can be either replicated and, you know, influenced by everybody else's input. I think that would be valuable. Well, where do we go from here? I mean, you know, we have something that is of interest to us and clearly we've seen some great results, Mm -hmm. but there's so much room for more growth. 
there's room for growth. But even here, even with our model, like speaking to iterations, I mean, I'm going to keep us honest. We've had iterations, but currently we're not even appropriately staffed to do employer engagement. We have one job developer that works in non-credit, right? And we are going to be recruiting for another job developer or a functionally equivalent position in the near future. I'm saying that out loud. Right. Put, right. <laughs> Put that out in the universe. Yes, you are. On, isn't that correct, Salvatore? That is correct. Yes, it is. <laughs> so while we have a model that we think works, let's also be honest that even at home, it's not perfect. Of course not. Lots yeah. of people are have their hands in this work, like I said earlier. So it has to be the case at other colleges. I would be really interested in knowing what other colleges have to say. And I think that as we think about our role as conveners in the region through the LARC, mm-hmm. I think that it's appropriate that we have that conversation in that space as well to kind of get that assessment of the landscape for other colleges. Like, what are they doing? What CRMs are they using? Are there recommendations? What are best practices? And then developing a bigger model that is reflective of the input of all the different colleges then we can push it, then we can replicate it, then we can train for it, then we can, you know, create trainings around that or create something, you know, we could do marketing around the value on both sides of it, if that needs to happen. I feel like those are good next steps. Do they become almost like the coalition of the willing, right? And they will, because everybody's doing employer engagement, whether they call it or not, they'd be like, yeah, I need help with that. Let's talk about it, right? Or here's what we use. For all we know, there could be this really great system out there that we don't even know about. You know, maybe they're partnering with their foundations and they're, you know, keeping their contacts because sometimes those contacts are similar. You may have alumni who are working at these organizations and those are your best point of contact for all needs related to the college. They're bringing in employers for job fairs. They're providing mentorships. They're providing internships. They're providing alumni support in different ways, financially, otherwise. So they may be partnering with foundations to utilize their systems, or they may have a different system yet. That could be something really great. We have College Central Network here at PCC that we use, and we have access to employers through there, and that can serve as a CRM. But is that the best? Don't know. Haven't seen them all. And I wonder if like during this coalition of the willing, if we put together a group that's saying, hey, like we really want to solve this problem. Here's kind of where our mind's at. Wondering if we could... Also leverage that report that just came out from the chancellor's office. If you recall, we were interviewed for, if memory serves me right, it's called the California Student Employment Outcomes Landscape Analysis, where the chancellor's office had a third party come in and had great questions for Mm -hmm. us. And I can only imagine those same questions were replicated across other colleges, our sister colleges, maybe leveraging some of those key findings. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. And figuring out how do we do it? Right. That was what happens, right? We do a lot of good research or we have a lot of good conversations, but then what? Mm. I mean, there's so much good stuff going on. Everybody's doing so much good work. We're all so busy all the time. Yeah, We have a heck of a time scheduling meetings because we're always in meetings. Mm-hmm. But like, then what? I think then what is the million dollar question, right? Then what? Right. What do we do with all the stuff that we do? I don't really know, but it sounds like to me, I mean, I don't know right this minute. Like we had some really good. Nah, I need um, an answer, Salvatrice. That's why I'm well, asking. So my answer to you is going to be, those are wonderful <laughs> recommendations and I will take them to an account. <laughs> a standard go-to. Thank you. But, you know, I think it just merits us doing just that. Almost putting out a call to action. Like yeah. we're really curious about solving this problem. Like, and who within our consortium would want to like explore this with us? Mm-hmm. And leverage existing key findings to figure out, 
Yes, it's fragmented, but it's fragmented because maybe that's intentional. It needs to be fragmented. That's why it looks fragmented, but really the output and the outcomes are being done. They're just being done in a different way. Yeah. At minimum, you have 19 individuals. And anytime you get 19 different people, you're going to have 19 different approaches and maybe even 19 different standards for success. Right. Or maybe five different standards for success. Like, do we even agree to what a good number of employer engagement outreach effort? You know, do we have metrics? Like, what's the benchmark? You know what I mean? It could yeah. vary by campus. Maybe, you know, your idea of excellence isn't the person down the street's idea of excellence. That right. matters. And I think that we're in a unique position here at PCC because we have the LARC under EWD as mm-hmm. conveners for the 19 community colleges. So we're in a unique position to raise the question to pose the question to the group and to actually do something with the responses. I think it's cool that we're having the conversation because we can actually do something. Right. And I'm going to add just one thing because we can go on forever, but I want to kind of close by also planting the seed around faculty's role Mm -hmm. in employer engagement because they are instrumental and ambassadors to the work. And the reason why I bring that up is not only because we've experienced it, We've experienced such beautiful things that has happened with our faculty engaging with our employers because they're personal. Again, they go back to personal relationships, Mm -hmm. but the perception of private public partnerships, the faculty's perspective Mm -hmm. and perception around private public partnerships near and dear to me. I mean, I'm studying it now because of my dissertation and like I'm doing the research. And so that's why it just kind of comes up to me. It feels fresh, but they play an instrumental role. Mm -hmm outside of the staff that's there to support Mm -hmm. the work as well. So I think maybe at a later time, like maybe we just unpack that a little bit too, because that's a variable that's instrumental to this work. Yeah. No, the importance of faculty involvement with employer, just maintaining contact with industries, it can't be underscored enough because it's for their own programming too. It's for their own benefits, but there's also courses which require field work. There's a lot of different reasons why faculty would need to stay engaged with industry and employers And they have those relationships. They mm-hmm. have existing relationships. A lot of them, particularly in our CT programs, may have you know spent time in those fields, worked in those industries, or have close relationships there. So they're doing it too. Yeah. It's important. You're right. Yeah. And they're doing a great job at it too. Like we've seen some really great outcomes in that in the relationships that they've sure. built on their own. But do they consider that employer engagement? See, that's a good question. If we put out a call to action for employer engagement, would they even open the email? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you don't realize you're doing it. That's my point. It's Mm -hmm. fragmented because it has to be because so many different people are doing it. You know, we have to start by what is it and why is it important and why are we all doing it? I'm not saying people don't know what they're doing. I'm saying that you just may not call it that. Well, it sounds like we are getting closer to like unpacking this. I feel like we didn't even really unpack too much. And we did. We just kind of brought to light, you know, what we're experiencing but there's so much room for us to explore solutions. And I really kind of look forward to either future dialogues and future like popcorn brain sessions around it. No, I mean, I feel like it's a good topic to bring up and we've posed the question like, you know, what is it? What are we doing with it? And there's kind of a call to action. I think that we should explore further how we're going to kind of take this work to the next level within the region and what model is going to be put forth. Is it ours? Is it a new and improved? Is it better? Mm-hmm. Is someone else doing it better? I, I want to know. Yeah, me too. Well, on that note, let's close by saying more to come. And thank you. I really, really appreciate this. And we'll see what comes up from our listeners too. I bet that there are listeners listening in saying, 
wait a minute, this really works for us. And here's how I've seen it done. So I'd be interested in anyone listening, please shoot us an email because we're certainly willing to learn. Yeah. There are a lot of people that have been doing this work for a really long time. So we have a lot of experts that can weigh in and I'm interested in hearing from them personally. So I think that's great. All right. Well, thanks Leslie. All right, cool. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the future of work podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on your favorite listening platform so you can easily get new episodes every Tuesday. You can reach out to us by clicking on the website link below in the show notes to collaborate, partner, or just chat about all things Future of Work. We'd love to connect with you. All of us here at the Future of Work and Pasadena City College wish you safety and wellness.